come along on a sleep journey with me as we explore sleep and all of the benefits, the effects of sleep deprivation itself, and even the average amount of sleep time that we need. The men, the women, and children all need amounts of certain amounts of sleep to actually allow for the body to function at its optimum. I know you can do this with me. I know you can come on this sleep journey and explore how you are depriving yourself of the benefits of functioning at your highest, right? Greetings, sovereigns. Join us as we explore new and old knowledge and ideas around food and health to help you achieve optimum states of wellness. I know. I know we have all these wonderful reasons for possibly denying ourselves sleep. A few of them may be rooted in the fact that we are fully energized at night. I am a night owl, so I'm one of those. I have a lot of energy late at night, and I always feel like I want to be up doing something. But there's a part of me that also wants to rest. Um, and sometimes <laughs> I fight sleep and lose terribly, but sometimes I win. And many of you probably are in the same position. I know many who they fight sleep because they feel like they're going to miss out. They are trying to enjoy some form of entertainment. And many times those forms of entertainment cannot be indulged in or explored until very late at night because there's just so much to be done during the day and even the late evenings and early nighttime. All right. But some, some reasons for depriving ourselves of sleep is actually rooted in lack of structure, disorganization, and ill use of time. All right? And that's something that, that can be discussed at a deeper level. But something as simple as inability to complete all of your items for the day will push you into a place where you decide that you have no choice but to deprive yourself of sleep in order to accomplish those tasks, those projects, meet those deadlines. You know who you are. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself too. <laughs> but on average, every adult needs about seven to nine hours of rest. And teens, they... They come in between 9 to 10 hours. And children, of course, need the most rest because, of course, their bodies are growing and they're growing exponentially faster than adults are, are growing at a certain age. So they need way more. They need 10 plus hours of rest. Now, what rest does is it actually allows for the body to be rested so that the brain can function at its optimum, the immune system can be strengthened and the metabolism can work and run at its best. Now, these are important. Think about it. Think about it. Think about how the body, after resting for these amount of average sleep hours, can actually allow you to arise the next day early enough, actually, to greet the day, greet your maker, Greet your creator, give honor and blessing to life, and also jump right into your day, right? 
There's so much value in rising early. But in order to rise early, we must rest early. And those sleep hours, those average number of hours are really critical. Of course, I do have some um, experience with being raw and realizing that I don't need that, that many hours of rest in order to have a full day, a full energetic day. So, you know, changing your, your dietary structure and lifestyle and looking at maybe even a raw vegan or high raw vegan lifestyle can definitely affect the amount of hours that you need on average. Not just for you as the adult, but your teens and maybe even your children too. So if you are transitioning, that's something you want to pay attention to. Now, let's look at a few statistics just for the fun of it. 30% of um, American adults actually suffer from sleep deprivation and 70% of teens also don't get enough sleep. Now, there's so many different reasons, I think, for that. I explored some of them at the beginning. But even with youth, teens, I think one of the larger problems is that they are, in other words, tethered to their devices, right? So being tethered to the device allows them to constantly explore or desire to explore social media and, you know, just games and other apps that are, you know, quite entertaining to them. Okay, and adults, I think, are the same way too. But there are severe side effects of um, sleep deprivation and a few of them include reduction of the function of the immune system. So you may find that when you sleep less, you probably are more susceptible to colds and stomach viruses and things of that nature. Now, healthy men and women are three times as likely to um, catch the cold, but at the same time be able to sleep through it and recover, right, within six hours. All right. So it's important to remember that we are all exposed to that virus. We are all exposed to the virus, but at the same time, we are our immune system actually allows us a fortified strengthened immune system allows us to recover very quickly. All right. Now, deprivation, right? Sleep deprivation actually also leads to increased risk of heart disease. So five nights of sleep Restriction can actually increase inflammatory markers that help to raise our risk of heart disease. All right. It increases, it causes an increase in the heart rate and that increase in heart rate puts pressure on the, on the heart and the, the cardiovascular system. So rest is crucial. Rest is pretty crucial and it's very important to give the muscles in our heart and in our in our bodies rest of course the heart muscles don't rest they continuously beat but the, the, there's a level of um, relaxation that occurs throughout the body when we are sleeping weight gain now this is something I can attest to I can tell you that apart from apart from eating late and the you know, having the desire to eat when you are up late at night. Apart from that, when you don't sleep, right? Or 
if you only are allowed to, let's say, sleep for five hours per night, right? The amount of, of, of calories your body holds onto becomes more and more, right? It becomes an increased level of um, fat storage. And we can gain as much as two pounds over the course of one work week by reducing our levels of sleep and our hours of sleep. So sleep deprivation is a it is a huge component when it comes to reducing that amount of weight gain. All right. So sleeping early is really, really important. And it only takes about two nights. I remember sharing this some months ago. It only takes about two nights for um of inadequate sleep, actually, for us to increase our levels of leptin, all right? And leptin is the hormone that makes us want to eat more. So over the course of a week, if we're staying up late, our desire to eat is increased. And we probably don't know why. We just feel like, okay, you know, this is just me being hungry. But no, there's a hormone that is functioning within our body that is telling us, especially women, is telling us that we want to eat. So we are being controlled by hormones without even realizing it, all right? And the thing is, we can have a better handle on that particular protein within us, or hormone rather, within our system by making sure we get adequate amounts of sleep. Remember, <laughs> that's um, two pounds, right? That's a two-pound weight gain, Average weight gain over the course of one week of sleep deprivation. Specifically, and especially, this is going out to the sisters. All right? So be careful when it comes to sleep. Making sure that we time things and we schedule all of our task items for the day is crucial so that we don't have to sacrifice rest in order to accomplish things and be industrious. All right? We have to plan and we have to prepare way ahead of time. Another thing that um, is affected is our blood sugar levels and our mood and our cognitive function. All right. Now, blood sugar is affected because, you know, let's think about it. We talked about people who have type 2 diabetes last month in May when we had our guest Robin share all of these wonderful five ways that you can work with um, controlling your type 2 diabetes, right? And so one of the things she talked about was blood sugar stability. And insulin or blood sugar levels increase whenever you have people who consume coffee while being sleep deprived, all right? So there's this, this, this interesting relationship happening between consumption of coffee, coffee sleep deprivation, and insulin resistance, all right? So just be careful with that. And I mean, you may, you may want to consider drinking decaffeinated coffee, but also understand that if, even if you do that, you still, if you're a woman, you still don't get rid of that production of um, lupin, right? That hormone that kind of, it works to make you desire to eat, leptin. Leptin makes you want to eat. So, you know, just keep, keep that in mind. 
all right? And I mean, if you have insomnia, your sleep deprivation might feel like, um, it might feel like you're afflicted, right? But, um, just one night of, of, of deprived sleep can raise your levels of, um, the stress hormone cortisol and that, that kind of blocks your sleep hormone, which is melatonin. So even in that, like there's just this intricate connection between the hormones and rest and sleep and, you know, just our cognitive function as well too. So pay attention to how things like um, leptin, the hormone that increases our desire to eat, is affected by lack of, lack of sleep and also how cortisol, which is our sleep hormone, um which is the stress hormone rather, can block our melatonin, which is a sleep hormone. So, and all of that is thrown off. Those balances are thrown off by lack of sleep. Mood and cognitive issues are a big deal. And I say they're a big deal because you can gain weight and the weight gain might affect how you feel or your self-esteem or your ability to move and exercise. It may affect that. Blood sugar imbalances can also affect how you function during the day, but your mood and cognitive issues as a result of sleep deprivation can literally cause, it can cause a lot of stress and, you know, just a lot of stress on your relationships, your functionality, your ability to think and process. And so, in that, not only are you affected, but those around you are affected. Your work is affected. The wonderful things that you uh, have slated to do and the things that you intend to work with others on becomes affected. So mood and cognitive issues always are always a problem when you have a lack of sleep or you're cutting corners when it comes to sleeping. All right, so really think about that. And for, for adolescents with um, sleep deprivation, it really affects their alertness and their memory and their ability to perform academically. All right, so these, these are really important to think about. Um, if it means that you have to take those devices and place them in a safe <laughs> until, um, until the next dawning or the next day, um, when the sun rises, maybe that's an option. Maybe that's something that has to be done. So that way, their cognitive function does not decline as a result of sleep deprivation. Now, here are some good sleep tips, right? Great and excellent things to do to support you. And make sure you and your family rest, rest well, and are up the next day with your full cognitive function. <laughs> and to ensure that you're not gaining weight and to make sure most importantly too that your cortisol levels do not increase because increased cortisol levels I didn't mention this before but increased cortisol levels also increases your your body fat right because it's it's directly related to stress now here are a couple things to do to support you Stick to a good sleep routine, all right? Making sure that if you have a device, use the device to alert you as to what 
time your bedtime is. And if you choose 10 o'clock as your bedtime, give yourself an hour to wind down. All right. Maybe you're doing um, your showering and you're writing up your your accomplished tasks for the day, all the tangible items that you are able to complete. You're doing that and you're reflecting on your day. And then just before you get into bed, you do a wonderful meditation and you give thanks and praise to the Most High for giving you a beautiful day and for giving you the vigor and the strength to be productive. Hey, give yourself an hour of wind down time. Crucial. Avoid large meals, right? Make sure you're not snacking just before you go to bed. <laughs> Make sure you're not eating meals before you go to bed. Now, sometimes I get it. You you probably hungry or you need something. Have a smoothie, have a shake, have a bit of sorbet, all right? Making sure that they're not sweet. And do that three hours prior to sleeping, but not one hour before, right? So avoid large meals. A matter of fact, your largest meal should be eaten no late should be had or consumed no later than 4 or 5 o'clock, all right? So try to make sure that none of that, you know, eating and snacking happens just before bedtime, all right? Um, and eating a high-protein um, lunch and making sure you have, you take bitters and so on will help you to reduce your desire to have cravings, especially nighttime cravings, all right? So making sure that you take your, your bitters. An excellent tea to drink at night is actually yellow dock because it is bitter, um, and that bitter herb is also excellent and high in iron, all right? So it will help you. It will help you with rest. Do not drink caffeine after noon, all right? If you are desirous of something that tastes like caffeine or um, chicory root is an excellent option. But if you're looking for an energy booster, there are things such as gelatinized maca root and chaga mushroom powders that you can add to a shake or even make in a tea. And you can utilize that to support you. But that will those particular herbs and, and, and supplements won't force you to stay awake, all right? Um, also, reduce the amount of alcohol you're having. Make sure you're not having alcohol in the nighttime, all right? Relax <laughs> in the evening time, okay? Maybe you enjoy playing music. Maybe you love artwork. Maybe you like poetry. Maybe you like to sing. These are all wonderful wind-down activities so that the way your body is, is, is getting the signals, right? It's getting all the messages that, hey, it's time to close off my day. I'm going to get creative and get into the spirit of giving thanks and praise and wind down and close off my day. So chill out. A part of chilling out is also detaching and distancing yourself from your phones, your devices, your tablets, and even television. You know, shut it off, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. <laughs> and here's the last thing I'm going to say. Well, two things, right? You can wear a mask to actually help you. The soothing, comforting um, mask across your face on, on top of your eyes, even as a weight on your eyes, is very helpful um, and comforting. And it may help you to fall asleep faster. 
um, and the bedroom, right? The types of colors we have in our bedroom can be energizing. So try to stay away from colors like oranges and red, um, very bright reds. Red is fine, but very bright, overpowering reds and oranges and yellows, things that are stimulants, right? Colors that stimulate the visual can be taxing and <laughs> rather than calming us down and getting us to cool, they may incite us to excitement, <laughs> right? Um, even though the bedroom is an exciting place, <laughs> For many things, you want to make sure that your colors are not um, inciting us to activity and movement. All right. Um, meditation is the last thing I'm going to suggest. Meditation, having a open meditation or a guided meditation, musical meditation or quiet meditation or even mantra and breath work is excellent to help the body to soothe and cool down. Breathing exercises are excellent. And they will help you to control the breath. And in controlling the breath, you will find that it is easy for you to calm down. <laughs> and get into an, a, a space where you're ready to rest. Alright? Ready to rest. And these are things that seem as if they're specific to adults, but they're not. If you create a routine with your youth, um, a mother, father, children, father, mother, children, children, along with father, along with mom, just in any order, as long as it is done as a whole. Of course, mothers are the culture keepers and they make sure that children are on routines and, you know, they know what the schedules are and, and they keep them, keep youth on those schedules. So ideally, mom, if you are creating what that standard looks like and you're doing it, then youth will follow as well. So that's really important, um, really important to consider. A couple of herbal blends that um, you can utilize. Skullcap independently is one herb that you can enjoy in the evenings. Um, that is, that herb is a nervine. And nervines, uh, they work on the nervous system, of course, and they are particularly, they work as sedatives and they help to relax the nervous system. All right. So skullcap is one. Valerian is very strong. So for those who may have maybe insomnia or those who just find themselves overly thinking, valerian is excellent. Mugwort is another that I really enjoy. Um, mugwort will help you to dream. <laughs> mugwort is great for dreaming but it's also a great herb for resting as well good strong beautiful deep rest passion flower lemon balm and some skull cap all together will be a soothing sleep blend that will reap wonders uh, for you so again passion flower lemon balm with some skull cap and maybe you can add a little bit of lavender if you like. That is it for our sleep support. Thank you for taking the sleep journey with me. I really will that this brought you value. And it was equally entertaining. See you all again. Rest.